It's time for the Plan with Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now, let's Plan with Dan. This is the Plan with Dan podcast. Welcome. I'm Mark Haywood alongside Dan Betzel. He's the founder at Betzel Wealth Advisors, serving you in the greater Columbus area. For past shows and any other questions you may have, feel free to check him out online at BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. That's BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Dan, today I want to talk about something that hits home for everybody at some point or another, and that's taking care of family. You want to make sure your family is well taken care of, your loved ones, and you want to make sure you have the proper plan in place to do so because it can be a financial burden if you're not careful. And I know that you work with a lot of clients who have lost their spouse and they come to you for help and being sure that they're in good shape financially. What are some of the problems that you see for people in these situations? Uh, you know, um, you know, you're so right. It's, it's really all about making sure that you know, you're taking care not only of yourself, but of your spouse, your children and anyone else, you know, in, in your extended family. And if I could just step back for a second, you know, I would, I would tell everybody that, you know, when you're hopefully before you're in the situation, a very difficult situation where, you know, you've lost a spouse. That's one of the most difficult transitions that anyone can go through. You know, you, you should hopefully have taken care of, of these five areas. You know, you need to have an income plan. And the reason that's important is not just an income plan when you're both living, but often when a spouse has died, there may be changes to the pension. Maybe you're no longer going to get your spouse's full pension. You may only get a partial pension. Maybe the social security, maybe it's going to change. You know, it, there's so many issues that have to be looked at. The taxation is going to be is also going to change. You're no longer going to be filing a joint return. You're now going to be following a single return. So hopefully before this, you've met with somebody and they've helped you address this first and crucial aspect of retirement planning called, you know, income plan. You need to have that income plan in place. And also there's other ones I'll just mention quickly, you know, how is the portfolio being managed? Maybe now you need to pull back a little bit, take a little bit less risk than you were before, because now, you know, you're by yourself and you can't take those dips. Risk management. Hopefully there's been some insurance that maybe you're going to be getting. And how are you going to handle that? We can talk about that later. Of course, the tax planning I mentioned, what's going to happen now that you're following a single tax return. And also your estate planning documents are probably going to have to be updated as well. So that's kind of the big picture. But certainly this income gap is a really, really crucial and important one that has to be addressed. So once we've solved this income gap, quote unquote, air quotes around that, once we've solved the income gap, and once we know that the remaining spouse is taken care of, then we can focus on taking care of other family members like kids and grandkids. Are there any common mistakes that you see on this front? Yeah, um, often people don't really consider the tax problems, the tax issues. So, for example, if a lot of a, a parent's money are, is in qualified money, you know, like IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, you know, is it set up in such a way that the children and grandchildren are going to be able to stretch out, called a stretch out IRA, or, def or continue deferring that income tax? If it's not set up properly, if it's sometimes payable into certain kinds of trusts that weren't drafted properly, you know, all of that money can be taxable. Um, and, you know, that's just kind of devastating to, to, to someone's estate if they find themselves, you know, in that situation. Another problem is perhaps families weren't willing to share, you know, even the extent of their assets or who their advisors were. And the children then are actually, I told children, well, I guess you're just going to have to wait and get the mail every day. And we're going to have to kind of reconstruct what your parents had, you know, as various statements come in, because there was just absolutely no sharing of communication. So I really encourage 
my clients, you know, to when the time is appropriate that we sit down and we have family meetings and the um, the children know, you know, who the who their parents' advisors are. And you, you don't have to tell them exactly how much you have, but you can say we have a brokerage account here. We have this insurance policy here. It just takes a lot of pressure. Often those are uncomfortable meetings. The kids don't want to, you know, want to hear that. Uh, I just recently had my wife and I had that discussion with our own daughter who's uh, 29, and she kept saying, Dad, I don't want to hear this. But I, I said, you got to hear this for yourself and your brother. It makes us feel better that we know that you, that you know you know what to do if something were to happen. Another big issue is the beneficiary designations aren't right. A lot of people don't understand the conflict that can exist between your will or your trust and your beneficiary designations. They have to work together, and they, and they have to make sure that they're going to fulfill your plan. So those are just some of the issues that you need to consider. And make sure you're working with a competent uh, financial advisor, competent attorney, and an accountant to get all of these loose ends tied up for you. Yeah, that's an important one. I know that my parents are older, and my dad has recently been facing some health trouble, and so that's those are some questions that they're starting to ask, the best way to take care of us kids. And they're wanting to make sure everything's in place now that when, sadly, the time comes, we will be prepared And another question that we get a lot, kind of in that same vein, is about trusts and whether or not they're a good idea for preserving that family wealth. What's your take? You know, I think trusts are very, very important, and I think most people should seriously consider the use of them. So they're great for a lot of reasons. Um, For disability, for example, uh, if you have the trust set up properly, it's properly drafted, properly funded, and you have the proper successor trustees in place, you know, if you were to lapse into a period of like legal incompetency, you're not able to take care of your own legal and financial affairs, then, you know, your successor trustee can step in and do that for you. It also makes things so easy for the administration of, of someone's estate, especially if there's property in different states. Wow, it can save a family so much money and so much headache. You know, and, and a third reason to consider is maybe family issues. Maybe maybe you have a son or a daughter that's in a marriage that, you know, you hope is going to work out, but you see signs of stress and it might not work out and you don't want the inheritance going to your child to suddenly become a marital asset subject to division in the domestic court. You want to preserve that for your children and your grandchildren so that the, the money is going to stay intact. That's another great reason why you might want to consider, you know, uh, using a trust. So I tell clients, uh, you know, it's another just another gift you're giving your children. It's probably not going to help you that much, <laughs> but parents really like it when they realize, you know, well, this is this is another gift, maybe the last gift that I'll be giving to my children, and helps them, I think, put it in proper perspective because that's what all parents want, right? We want to make sure our kids are happy and taken care of, and do everything we can to to make it easier for them. It's so true. I know when my dad first discovered some of the health trouble he's been going through, that's exactly what he said to us was, you know, I have worked my entire life to make sure that you are taken care of. And if and when I go, I want to make sure that one, your mom, my wife is taken care of. And I want to make sure that you guys are in the right place. Now, he also joked that if we succeeded, it was all on him. And if it wasn't, he had nothing to do with it. But that just goes to show that taking care of family is an enormous part of your retirement plan. It's an incredibly, incredibly sensitive and intimate area that you want to make sure you're handling properly. So if you have questions about taking care of your family, feel free to give Dan and his team at Betzel Wealth Advisors a call. That number is 614-472-4510. That's 614-472-4510. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Plan with Dan podcast.
fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.